All right, I am back. This is episode 21 of the Jeep Chronicles. <clears throat> Gonna title this one, Put Me Back in Quarantine, because I'm, I'm ready to go back. But before we dive in, uh, just want to shout out uh, thehiddenpixel.com for hosting, hosting the show. And uh, check me out on Twitter, I'm at RobotNuts. Uh, just like it sounds, no weird spellings or punctuations or affectations. If you're new to the podcast and you're wondering what this noise is, uh, after I have a hard day of working as a retail manager, I drive home and this is me recording my drive in my Jeep Wrangler. So I've went through ser several different mics and screens and still working on trying to get the noise cut down. But hey, you know, this is what it's like, man. Jeeps are not soundproof. Uh, the Wrangler's not insulated that well, so when it's hot outside, it's hot inside. And it's really hot now because I'm not running any AC or anything just to try to make the audio just a little bit better for you. So I want to rant about my day on the drive home, make the drive home a little bit easier. I'm going to see if this one's going to be any better. I've uh, I kind of, uh, I don't want to use the word self-medicating, but um, I've been hearing a lot about Kratom and... Uh, this director that I really like, he does documentaries, uh, Chris Bell. He did Bigger, Faster, Stronger, and he did uh, uh, Prescription Thugs, and he did one called Trophy Kids. Um, he's a big advocate of Kratom. He, uh, he was a power lifter for years, and he fucked his hips and his knees up, and um, I have bad knees. And my, I hurt my back a while back, and so my, my back's not great, I'm fat, and I spend most of my day on my feet, and squatting and walking, so uh, he's a big advocate of Kratom, and so I started, I started taking that just to help with the inflammation in my knees, and they said it was a pain reducer, or it can help alleviate pain, uh, but I've noticed it's also a mood enhancer, so like my mood here lately has just been fucking terrific <laughs> and today I'll get to but today it kind of came back to bite me in the ass and I'll get to that later but I gotta say so far no ill effects um, the only thing is that there's a lot of different strains of it and you just kind of you gotta find I, I don't know like me I want to try all the strains just to see which one works best because allegedly they're all different I don't know they 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 could all be the same they could all be very different i don't know i'm very new to this kratom game so uh we'll see how that's going um but if you notice a a, a different uh, tone of my voice more jolly in my voice it's uh i'm gonna i'm gonna chalk it up to that so how it has like it, being in a good mood always isn't the best so for as we all know uh, the country's been on lockdown and as an essential worker because I am I'm essential I'm out there being essential as an essential worker I, I've like I get my regular days off but I don't I haven't got an I don't get extra time off um, I have to go into work if anything I've worked more but and a week ago I was at my wits end not that I was gonna quit I was just because I'm still in school and I'm gonna quit then, I'm gonna quit when the right time, but I was just, I had zero 
tolerance. I was just not, I was not in a good headspace. Like anything anybody told me work-wise was just a pain in the ass and I didn't want to deal with it. And so I was always in the point where I would like, I'd call another store manager and we'd start bitching about this and we'd start bitching about that. And it's all inside baseball, you know, inside retail and nobody, you don't want to hear about that. But today I just get back from the bank. I had a little snack and I was walking to the back and I saw my Pepsi vendor. So I was going to holler at him real fast and I turn and there's my district manager. And I was not expecting to see her. I was just caught off guard and immediately my my hands went up to where I'm supposed to wear a tie and I don't. We've been reprieved from wearing ties during the, the, the pandemic. My first reaction was like, oh, my tie, which I didn't have to wear one. So I was like, whew. The DM, she tells me, you know, ask me how's it going i was like fine and she tells me some things to do real quick she's like i was just here dropping off some cookies you know and just check in see how everybody was doing i was like fine and she was like so there's nothing you want to get off your chest and i was like nope and she left and then i immediately was kicking myself in the ass i was like man a week ago a week ago i would have been borderline getting fired for the things that i wanted to say and she just threw up this softball this golden opportunity and I didn't take it, man. And I'm really disappointed in myself. Not that, and, and, and I don't want to do it like I'm, I'm attacking her because my qualms aren't with her. I've been around long enough to know that I know who's, who I have a problem with, you know? And it's like anybody who's around, like if you go to Walmart long enough, the, the cashiers, they quit bitching about their boss and they, they start bitching about corporate. Anybody who's been around long enough knows that there's, like it is corporate is the reason we do 99.9% .9 of everything. You know, there's a small 0.1%, well, I'll say 90% of everything we do is corporate driven. And then 10% is your various bosses fighting, including yourself. So my problems aren't with her per se but it's just how my company compared to others have handled this this crisis and yeah like some of it was i was just like you know it would have been nice to have somebody to talk to and not have to watch how i say how i say it and what i say and i basically wanted a, a, a work therapist which my work offers therapy but you gotta call it's a whole rigmarole you just can't call and just start yelling at somebody and that's what i wanted to do like I set up a thing and they're just like, oh, we need to, and then it was just like last week, I said, you got, they got to start asking you questions. Have you thought about killing yourself? Have you thought about harming people? I'm like, look at, look at my job. Every day I think of harming somebody. Every single day. And that is not an over-exaggeration. If I said every single minute of every single day, that would be a, a drastic over-exaggeration. But every day there is at least one person that i want them to have diarrhea until they die or i want them to go to a golden crowd buffet and choke and nobody everybody's too preoccupied with eating to re to go reach out and save their life every day there's at least one of those people but i just want i want to i want a bitch session and and even this this podcast which i'm doing i don't know i don't i don't have access to how many listeners i get i don't know 
We could be getting three listeners a week. We could be getting a hundred. We could be getting a thousand. I don't know. That's up to my producer, Lewis, um, to figure out or to let me know, but he doesn't let me know. So, and me, by me doing this podcast, I'm doing it for the entertainment of other people. I hope that if you're listening to this, you have found it entertaining enough and you're coming back to listen again. And I hope that you would have uh, recommended this podcast to a couple of uh, of your other friends, you know, and then the, the word can spread from there, but I don't know. Because my thought process was, well, I could just use this as just a complaining and just to get it off my chest and get it out there, but it would be so specific and inside baseball that there wouldn't be inter- there wouldn't be any entertaining value. At least I'm trying to provide some sort of entertainment here. Um, so that's why I don't treat this podcast like a instant therapy session or that that it should be. And I should just call up a therapist and just fucking give them hell. But that's just not in my it's not in my wheelhouse. It's not ah I would feel I would feel like I'm ruining a therapist day by bitching about shit that nobody can control. You know. And you call and bitch to other store managers and if And basically, you are waiting for a gap in the conversation so you can say something that they already know. And it's just a race to see who can say it first. And that's all that that boils down to. It's just like, oh, no, I agree. And, oh, oh, and you missed this one thing that she said. You know? Like, and one of the things that another store manager is caught up on is during a conference call, the, the, the regional manager over the district manager said you need to quarantine yourself away from your family go home which go home and quarantine yourself away from your family so fuck you don't tell me what to do when i'm not at home then he said go ahead and take vacation and just stay at home don't go well don't tell me what to fucking do with my vacation and don't tell me what to do when i'm at my house And, and that, see that, and that was a weird area, and like, that didn't bother me so much, but my, my buddy, holy shit, he's pissed off about that. He is still pissed off about that. He can't let that one go. And yeah, put to the point is like, why are you trying to tell me what to do with my life? It's bad enough that we spend 55 hours a week doing what you want us to do, or what corporate wants us to do, but now you want to take the rest of my free time out as well? Shit. But I had the opportunity, man. I had the opportunity and I didn't take it. I'm just really, really upset with myself. I really am. And I really feel like nobody's listening to this podcast and it pains me to say that I think the first podcast I did on here was probably one of the best. I had no prep work. I did no prep work for it. I just started talking. It was an idea that came to me earlier that day and I I spoke for 45 minutes. And I would say that it's funny. Like, I don't even know who would want to listen to this. At least when you're listening to a, a comedian's podcast, I get they talk about their lives, but their lives are interesting. I don't know. My life isn't that interesting. Anybody could do my job. That's not true. But still, like, you could have, you, I don't know. This topic got me in a weird, weird headspace that I didn't want to be in. So, Joe Exotic, we'll change subjects. Segway, Joe Exotic, um, Apparently, they are actually doing, going to be doing a, a a streaming series. I don't know if it's going to be Netflix. I don't know if it's going to be a movie. They said series in the article. 
So they're going to be doing a series where it'll be actors portraying Joe Exotic and, and his merry band of misfits. And they said, allegedly, according to this article, that Nicolas Cage was going to place Joe Exotic. I mean, that's an option. Wasn't my first choice, but okay, I'm not... I'm not, it's not my money that's being used to make this, this series. But Joe Exotic, they told him and he goes, huh, it was, I would have rather them cast Brad Pitt. And that just shows how much of a narcissist he is. Like when, and if you're being realistic, like if something were to happen and you went to on to do an amazing thing, and they were going to make your movie, a movie of your life, like right now. What the fuck? Sorry, a truck pulling goddamn hay pulls out into the highway and immediately changes goddamn lanes. Son of a bitch. And then a Hummer is trying to pull across the interstate. Good thing this Jeep's got handles. Anyway, but I've always been compared to a Seth Rogen. Like, especially uh, his role in 40-Year-Old Virgin. Everybody's like, dude, you remind me of Seth Rogen in 40-Year-Old Virgin. I've heard it ever since 40-Year-Old Virgin came out. What was that, 2007? But that, that's all I've heard. So I can only imagine that Seth Rogen would, we would, he would continue. If, 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 if something in my life were to happen right now and they were to make a movie at this point using these current actors, Seth Rogen would, would be the guy to play me. And yeah, would I want like a Brad Pitt or an Edward Norton or a Channing Tatum to play me? Yeah. Actually, it'd be Chris Pratt. Or on a day where I'm looking incredibly swole, Dave Bautista. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, like, yeah, we all want that, but that's, that, that's, Nobody's gonna say that. Nobody has that much assure, just has that much, I don't even wanna say self-confidence, but that's how he sees it. He looks at himself, he wakes up in prison every morning and goes to a mirror or sees his reflection in the metal toilet and he goes, you know, there's one Brad Pitt looking motherfucker right here. For those of you who don't know, that was my Joe Exotic impression. But yeah, that's what he does. He thinks that Brad Pitt, obviously and i don't know why i think it's funny that he didn't choose tom cruise <laughs> can you imagine a tom cruise movie where he plays joe exotic like i think first of all i think he would ride a tiger into a battle scene where he's like warring with oh he's being at war with carol baskin in her florida zoo so he rides tigers down to florida to fight her because he's got all the guns when I go crazy, this here's the gun that I'm gonna take out everybody with. Okay, it's not that nice of a gun, but calm down. So those were the two headlines that popped up that made me, you know, think about wanting to record today. But I've got, <laughs> I don't even know how to segue into this. See, I'm loopy. That Kratom shit made me loopy. I just put my chin on the microphone and tried talking. What the hell? No, I'm ready for quarantine to come back. I'm ready. I'm ready for lockup to to go back. Uh, the amount that people they they have uh, apparently in their homes they have 
uh, no mirrors, and they all have what Joe, how Joe, they all see themselves the way Joe Exotic sees himself, as just this Brad Pitt looking sex kitten. Because the amount of people I have seen in short shorts that their legs look are as lumpy as cottage cheese and they've got big divots in them like i'm talking like grapefruit sized divots in their in their thigh muscles and varicose veins and blown out veins and one lady it looked like her pussy had fallen out of the front of her pants and she's a fucking cunt and if anybody would, if anybody's pussy fell out of their pants, it would be this lady. And I just wanted to look at her and be like, ma'am, you're gonna have to put that away if you wanna continue to shop in this store. Cause this is a family, this is a family uh, establishment and your pussy can't be out for all the other people in the store to be staring at. Like, it is gross. When you've got, ugh, it was horrible. I'm ready to go back to quarantine. I can't, I, I'm ready. As much as I, I th looking back on it, even though we're still kind of in it, ooh, that's a piece of wood. Uh, even though we're still kind of in it, like I'm not ready to go back. I, I like, I miss the what the lack of people in my store already, and the people that showed up, they were quiet. You know, they kept their head down. They were fully clothed. Their pussies weren't falling out of their pants. Their 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 jean shorts on a normal person be classified as underwear they're that small like i, I want to go back to where people were wearing pants and they were afraid of dying and they weren't in my store trying to buy stuff i i, I don't want them around in my life so put me back in quarantine i want to move to nor uh, i want to move up to uh, uh, new york where they're still in quarantine i want to go back there i'm gonna i'm gonna look back on the quarantine as the good old days where old, formerly fat lady's skin isn't falling out both pant legs. She looked like a Family Guy character come to life. It was terrible. But on that note, I guess I'll leave you. Um, as always, I'm at Robot Nuts on the Twitter. If you like this podcast, check out my other podcast, Generation Oblivious. It's, you can also find that at thehiddenpixel.com. Uh, that's the Hidden Pixel, P-I-X-E-L dot com.